Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Dr. Mina here from The Skin Reel. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode. And a big thank you to all my listeners out there who have been subscribing and sharing these podcast episodes with their families and friends. It really means a lot to me. And I love doing this. I love educating people about skin conditions and skin treatments. It's a lot of fun. And I hope you are gaining some value from this and having a little fun with me as well. Now, I cannot believe we are already in the month of May. This is my birthday month. It's Mother's Day, and the school year is winding down for my children, and I just can't believe how fast this year is already flying by. And May is also Melanoma Awareness Month, and for those of us in dermatology, this is a really important month for us, and melanoma is one of those conditions that we really strive hard to alert the public about because it can be deadly when it is not caught early. However, when we do catch it early, it is really, really treatable. And so it is one of those conditions that we really try to educate and alert the public about. And so, of course, in May, I am going to do an episode on melanoma for Melanoma Awareness Month. Now, for melanomas, you may have heard about it, but you're not really sure what it is, how do I get it, and is it something you really need to be worried about? So we're going to go over all of that today. Now, there are a variety of skin cancers out there, and melanoma only makes up 1% of all of those skin cancers. However, it makes up the majority of skin cancer deaths. And so that's why we really strive to educate people about melanoma, how to prevent it, and also why we are, as dermatologists, are so insistent that people get checked and evaluated because with early detection, we can have cure rates 99% and higher. However, when melanoma has had time to spread and become deeply invasive, then the prognosis is much worse. And so again, early detection with melanoma is so key. So what is melanoma? Melanoma is a cancer of the melanocytes in our skin, typically in our skin. And melanocytes are the cells that produce pigment. 
And that's why melanoma is typically thought to be a dark brown or even a black spot on the skin. And that's because it commonly is, but not always. And surprisingly, most melanomas arrive de novo, which is basically a fancy word of saying they arrive on their own. They do not come from a pre-existing mole that someone already has. And I think that surprises a lot of people. A lot of people are really checking their moles closely and absolutely that's important to do. But just know that chances are a melanoma is actually going to arise from a totally new spot that you develop, which is why we also want to know about any new moles that appear, especially if you're an adult. As an adult, we really aren't developing new moles. So whenever I hear that or see that, it makes my ears perk up just a little bit. Melanomas can occur in all age groups. We more commonly see them in older patients. However, it is the number one cancer in young people ages 20 to 29. So we certainly do see melanomas in young adults, less commonly in children, but certainly in young adults. And then also we see them in elderly patients as well. I touched on earlier that melanoma makes up only 1% of all the skin cancers out there. However, it makes up the majority of skin cancer deaths. And the American Cancer Society estimates that in 2023, there will be nearly 100,000 invasive melanoma diagnoses in the US alone with nearly 8,000 deaths. And the rate of melanoma is on the rise. However, the good news is that a lot of the melanoma melanomas that we are detecting are very early stage, sometimes even stage zero where it has not become invasive at all. So that is all really good news. And that shows that early detection is working and spreading the word to the public about melanoma is helpful. And we also are seeing melanoma death rates declining. And perhaps that's due to a couple of things. One is that we are seeing more early stage melanomas that have a good prognosis. But also, even in the last 10 years since I've been out of training, we have had an explosion of systemic therapies for melanoma that we never had before that used your body's own immune system to rev up and fight the melanoma. And it's been just groundbreaking, or I should say it's been life-changing for these patients with metastatic melanoma. And we are seeing survival rates that we had never seen before, which is really exciting. So how does one develop melanoma? Melanoma is caused by ultraviolet radiation from the sun, and it can also be caused from radiation in tanning beds. So please don't think that if you go to a tanning bed, you're getting a safe tan. That's absolutely not true. The UV radiation from tanning beds and the sun contribute to melanomas. Now, there are other factors involved with melanoma development too, genetic factors. So having a first-degree relative who's had melanoma does increase your chance of having melanoma. Also being a man, having light skin, light eyes, light hair, that would be someone with more what's called pheomelanin. They are at a higher risk of developing melanoma. And anyone with a lot of moles, especially a lot of funny-looking moles, those patients are at a higher risk for melanoma as well. So what can you do to help prevent melanoma? Of course, no surprise, you have to protect your skin from the sun. 
So we recommend as dermatologists that you try to limit your direct sun exposure between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. where the UV radiation from the sun is at its maximum. And if you do have to be outside during those times, make sure you're wearing a hat. Make sure you're wearing sunscreen with an SPF 30 or higher. And I love sun protective clothing because you don't have to worry about whether you sweat, you sweat it off, whether you rubbed it in sufficiently. And so they make really breathable clothing that people can wear, especially if you're someone who has a job where you are outside under the beating sun day in and day out. That's going to be so important. And of course, skip those tanning beds, skip the tan in general, just accept the skin that you have, love the skin that you have, don't try to be a different color, and really please avoid those tanning beds. If you really want that tanned look, they make a lot of self-tanners, which are totally safe, so go out and get some of those if you really want that look, but please avoid the tanning beds and tanning in general. Now, one thing that dermatologists will mention if you've been in and had a skin check, which is a good idea if you haven't, just to get a baseline check, is that we will talk about the ABCDEs of melanoma. And you might be wondering, what the heck is that? (laughs) Well, this is how we recommend that you look at your skin and you evaluate your moles. The first thing is A for asymmetry. So moles in general should be symmetric. They don't necessarily have to be round. They can be oval. They can be even triangular shaped. But in general, they should be symmetric where you could draw an imaginary line down the middle, fold the two in half, and they would match up. So anything that's asymmetric is a little bit concerning. B stands for border irregularities. So I tell my patients, you want to be able to take a marker and clearly draw around the mole. You want to be able to clearly see where it starts and stops. You don't want any sort of smudgy areas or areas where it blurs or blends into the other skin. If you do have that, that's a little bit worrisome and you want to make sure you get it checked out. C stands for color variation. A lot of times we talk about melanomas being dark brown and black, but not every dark brown or black mole is a melanoma, of course. And what's more important is just looking at the overall color of the mole. Is it one uniform color? If it's dark brown, fine, but is it all dark brown? Some moles can even have sort of a two-tone shape, like a fried egg, where it's a little bit darker in the middle and a little bit lighter on the outside. But again, it's uniform in its coloration. If you've got a mole where there's a little section that's black, a little section that's white, a little section that's blue even, that's going to be concerning, and you're going to want to make sure you show your dermatologist that. D is for diameter. And I tell patients, any mole that's bigger than a pencil eraser, I'm at least going to take a second look at and make sure it doesn't have any of the other characteristics. And then lastly, E is for anything that is evolving or changing. So if you come in at 33 and tell me you have a brand new mole on your arm, I'm going to be a little bit suspicious about that because 33-year-olds really shouldn't be developing new moles. You really stop developing moles in your early 20s. So a new mole is something I'm going to take a closer look at for sure. 
Now, those are just guidelines to help you evaluate your skin and look at moles, but it can be very helpful. And of course, if you have any concerns at all, make sure to go in, see a board-certified dermatologist for a thorough evaluation. Now, most of the time we think about melanomas occurring on sun-exposed skin and things like that, but did you know that the most common location for melanomas for men is on the back and for women is the lower legs? And it's thought that it may not be this additive cumulative sun damage that causes melanomas, but more of this sort of intermittent burning that happens even starting in childhood. So for all you guys out there, make sure you grab a mirror and check your back or have your loved one take a look at your back because that's an area that not all men are looking at on a regular basis. Now for patients who have darker skin, they are also at risk for melanoma, but they tend to get melanoma in different locations. So my patients who have darker skin, I am always going to be looking at the palms and soles, the palms of their hand, the soles of their feet very closely. And I'm also going to be looking at their nails because melanoma, what we call acral or subungual melanomas are more common in people with darker skin types. And actually Bob Marley passed away from a subungual melanoma on his toe that he thought he saw a dark spot and he thought it was an injury to his toe from playing soccer. And unfortunately, he delayed getting it looked at and unfortunately passed away at a very young age from melanoma. So just because you have darker skin, don't think that you are immune from melanoma. And also any dark spot on your hands, on your feet, that isn't going away, isn't quite behaving like you think it should, make sure to get that evaluated as well. If you have a spot you're worried about, get in, get it looked at, let your dermatologist take a look at it. Don't feel embarrassed or worried that you're wasting our time. If it ends up being nothing, we would much rather have you come in and let us reassure you than stay at home with a potential melanoma. Once you go in to see us, we will take a look. And a lot of times we'll use a little light color dermatoscope to really help see what we call the pigment network of the mole. And that can help us make a very accurate diagnosis of whether that lesion is in fact a melanoma or not. But of course, the gold standard for diagnosing melanoma is to actually take a skin sample where we numb up the skin, we biopsy it, and we send it off to our dermatopathology friends for the official diagnosis. And the reason we do that is because our dermatopathologists are going to be looking at how deep that melanoma, if it is a melanoma, how deep it has grown into the skin and they give a very precise measurement in millimeters to us. And then that determines the stage of melanoma that you have. Now, a stage zero melanoma, what we call melanoma in situ, is a melanoma that has not yet spread beyond the top layer of skin and prognosis is excellent with that. And and then as melanoma starts to get deeper, the stage will also increase. And the way we treat melanoma is predicated on the stage of melanoma that you have. So we really need to know how deep, how deeply invasive it is, what's called the Breslow thickness, so that we can know how best to treat you. Now for early or thin melanomas, these can be treated in your dermatologist office with an excision, making sure that we take a piece of normal skin around the melanoma to get nice clear margins. 
But if your melanoma has certain characteristics or it's deeper in the skin, then we may recommend that you see a surgical oncologist who will actually take a sampling of your lymph nodes to make sure the melanoma has not spread beyond the skin. So stage really matters for melanoma and it determines how we treat it and it determines your prognosis. But If you have an early melanoma, then this can be very easily treated in your dermatologist's office, and we don't need to send you to surgical oncologist or oncologist, and we also don't need to do any kind of baseline routine imaging for these thin melanomas. Once you've had a melanoma, especially a thin melanoma, then your dermatologist is going to want to be monitoring your skin with routine skin checks on a little more frequent basis. And sometimes this can vary anywhere from every three to six months, depending on the stage of the melanoma and also how many moles the patient has. And your dermatologist will want to be checking your skin every three to six months to make sure that new melanomas are not appearing. And unfortunately, once you have had one melanoma, you are at an increased risk for developing subsequent melanomas. But the good news is that the subsequent melanomas tend to be early stage or even in situ. And perhaps that's because your skin is being evaluated so carefully in those early years after your diagnosis of melanoma. So it's not uncommon to actually have more than one melanoma. And I sometimes see patients who have many, many, many melanomas. Hopefully this episode has helped shed some light onto what melanomas are and how we diagnose and treat them. And I will definitely do some follow-up episodes on melanoma where we take a deeper dive into the treatments and the different types and the different subtypes of melanoma. But for Melanoma Awareness Month, I really just wanted to make sure that you all out there listening have a good general understanding of what melanomas are, how we make the diagnosis as dermatologists, what we should be on the lookout for, and how we can protect our skin and minimize our chances of getting melanomas. Of course, if you have any questions, any skin concerns, please see a board-certified dermatologist who can evaluate your skin and really assess in person whether something is worrisome or not. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends.